0: This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score at the race course, amazingly, Wrexham 4, Grimsby Town 5, a season of incredible events, and it ended in, well, maybe the most incredible manner of all. Wrexham's season is over, we didn't pull off the miracle and get promoted, but we'll go again. Grimsby, massive, massive credit to them, I thought they were they were terrific for the second time in a week on Monday they were outstanding at Notts County, in that game they were comfortably better than the home team I thought, and yet needed late goals to save themselves in this match it was more even, although I would still say that on balance Grimsby, just about the better team and yeah. certainly had longer spells where they were in charge, uh, but they needed gosh, a goal by ex-Wrexham centre-back Luke Waterfall, who's Scored two goals in this match, in the, uh, the second one, in the last minute of added time to deny Wrexham and and a remarkable roller coaster of a season. Wrexham started badly, Grimsby were excellent early on, McAtee. Controlling affairs, but on the breakaway, Rexman got a penalty, Mullen bursting in behind Waterfall who tripped him, penalty given, Mullen lashed it in off the crossbar, but Grimsby hit back straight away, McAtee cutting inside onto his right foot and hooking a brilliant finish into the top left corner to give them the equaliser one all at half time Wrexham though furious at a couple of decisions that went against them a disallowed goal from a throw-in which Mullen scored looked like six of one half a dozen on the other and all on a in his marker uh, a, a, a shocking incident where the keeper Croquham uh, came out and flattened Hosanna without playing the ball which looked like an absolutely clear red card and penalty amazing the referee gave neither even though Hosanna needed treatment And also another penalty shout when Mullen was held back by Fox from a corner and, well, his shirt was pulled up almost to his shoulders as he battled to try and get to the ball. But still, level at half-time. Wrexham having really whipped up terrific momentum at a 20-minute spell in the middle of that, which, with hindsight, was by far their best in the game. Grimsby started the half superbly. Dibble had to make two good saves before, in the 47th minute, Waterfall got his first. Wrexham just not defending a set-piece and... Waterfall's unmarked header from the far post going in the bottom corner. And they pulled ahead as well. And, well oh, I beg your pardon. No, <laughs> Tozer, though, equalised as Wrexham rallied well, finishing himself at the far post after a poorly defended set-piece. That very much would be the pattern of the game before Paul Mullen put Wrexham ahead a minute and a half later. Palmer flicking the ball on and Mullen scoring with his hand at the far post. At least the referee was... Uh, Consistent, shall we say. He wasn't biased, he was incompetent. However, Grimsby fought back, 18 minutes left, a good cross on the right and Taylor with a diving header equaled things up and in the 78th minute, his replacement Emmanuel Disarova scored a net again from a set piece to put them ahead but Wrexham showed heart and equalised for a second time Jordan Davis jumping at the far post for a Luke Young corner and heading it home. It went into added time and both sides looked leggy Jordan Davis had another very strong shout for a penalty turned down he did a Zidane turn and ex Wrexham legend Sean Pearson swept his standing leg from under him. Incredibly, again, the ref didn't give it. And then, in the last minute, that decisive goal. Again, Wrexham failing to defend a set-piece and Waterfall scoring the winner. Che, it was tough, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it was. Um... oh cheers.
1: To try not to be too negative, but you got be, to be to be completely honest, Mark. You can't concede five goals and win games nope. usually, um, especially against the size of Grimsby's quality. I think Grimsby were the better side throughout the game. Unfortunately, defensively we weren't quite there, um, but we've shown some great signs as well. We could show we've shown what we could produce as well, which is the the really bitter pill to swallow. We weren't all bad today. We weren't all good today. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's hard to put into words, isn't it, how you feel at the moment because, yet again, mm. play-off heartache again at the race course.
0: Phil Parkinson, when asked about it after the match, implied that, yeah, if Aaron Hayden had been available, we probably would not been letting all those goals in from long set pieces, and that's probably the case, but you know, all teams have to carry injuries, all teams have to cope. Uh, I thought it was a good game between two strong sides, and yeah. s- sadly, mad stuff happened, and we came out the wrong side of the shake-up, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you you
1: put, it, put it perfectly there, Mark, but it, I just think we've hit bad form at the complete wrong time, haven't we? Really, and that's just a cry shame. A few things have happened, few injuries have happened at the end of the season. We had, I truly believe we had Hosanna, for the last two games and if we had Hayden for the last two games and today it would have been different results but that's just football Mark and we've got to pick ourselves up we've got, you know, it's not like in previous seasons where it's been, we've lost in playoffs and it's like, wow, what do we do from here all our good players are going to go Mm. if the good players are going to go now, we're going to get a handsome fee for them Um, it's not all doom and gloom and hopefully next year we romp the league and there'd be nothing stopping us um, you know, Stockport have gone up either Grimsby or is it Solihull did Solihull beat Chesterfield it's tomorrow world? is that tomorrow is yeah. it well, we'll either Gr- Solihull or Chesterfield will go up they're two good sides you know I think the two tides come down from League 2 they're not going to be
0: Oldham and up. I don't think it matters who, who the opposition is in the National League next year we're going to blow out the water yeah
1: I think we're going to blow out I the think. water so it's, it's still time to be positive but it's just another season of heartache Yep, here at enough. the race course yeah. and it's a bit of pill to swallow because this team is good enough to go up
0: Luke Young we made him the commentary man of the match I mean he was just non-stop energy wasn't he for goodness yeah. me he was everywhere
1: yeah I, I, I the the fans um, the sponsors man of the match was Luke Young yeah I thought Luke Young I thought Hosanna had a good game too Yeah, yeah. Um, Mullin had a good game of course mm. but the back three were a little bit shaky today. Yeah, uh, I especially must say on set pieces. Yeah, and I, yeah. and you know it's Toza who's a really experienced centre half with two inexperienced centre halves mm. in a game of this magnitude. It's always going to be hard, isn't it? And we can't be too hard on the lads. We can't be too hard on Parkinson. Let's brush ourselves off. Let's let's mope for a cu- for a couple of weeks and then.
0: Excited next season, yeah, and Dibble as well. We mentioned, I mean, he made a lot of good saves to be fair to Dibble. I mean, it could have been worse, although Crocombe did as well. He made some smashing stops, not least from Mullen, yeah, uh, with a late strike that could have won the game for us. So, a shame for Wrexham, but well, we will go again. And well, that's the way football is sometimes, some you win, some you lose. You gotta, (laughs) that is the way it is, Mark. Mm. You you can't beat yourselves
1: up too much about it. There's a lot more important things to be worrying about in life, so we'll be good again next season. Don't worry about that. We'll be
0: amazing next season. It's going to be be fun, but we obviously have to process this first, don't we? Yes. Remember that this is the Hot Take podcast, so this is a quick snapshot of what happens. The full podcast will come out later on uh, when I'll be able to do a proper deep dive. probably take about 45 minutes, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to, uh, to be bringing everything to you this season. And, well, next season should be even more fun. So the final score of Wrexham 4 Grimsby Town 5 that's it for the season on the pitch but uh well we'll come back stronger yeah and we've got Wales next week so
1: yeah that's come true.
0: on Wales and I've got to say who we are I'm Mark Griffiths he's Che Long from the Wrexham AFC this is the final whistle podcast
1: with the Wrexham AFC media team